Thunder Media. On this episode of Inside Motorsport, we continue our chat with Shane Ruiz. GT racing, like in the United States, GT4 has just gone through the roof, the car count and that sort of thing. Where does GT4 sit in your plans for what is at the moment a GT3 race? Yeah, I think at, 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 at the moment for the 12 hour, it's a true multi-class endurance race. So we're going to have, yeah, we've got our 2D3s, 2D4s in invitational class. They're there at the moment. The way I see with the more GT3 cars coming in, we're going to have to look at, okay, how do we change it? Is there an opportunity for GT4 to become a perhaps an endurance race on a Saturday, separate from GT3? This is our strategy talks. We're doing roundtables, looking through this, and when, is, when does that kick in? When does it start? Um, definitely, from a, especially from OEM perspective, they're there for GT3 cars at the 12 hour. They'll want GT4 cars to be there as well because they're, 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 they're their customers are racing, but also their customers who drive the road cars can come and support those race cars on track. And, and they've got big, we've got big activation areas, huge displays, brand new car launches at the event huge things happening. The path is probably going to go that, that, that way. As to when, I'm not sure when, we'll be leveraging maximum the GT4 growth in the country to see what Chaz is doing with Method Motorsport with the, with the McLarens. That's something fantastic to see and that's actually nurturing young drivers or even experienced drivers to come in and not leaping in a GT3 straight away because it's very difficult to make that transition to do GT4 and work out the GT3. It's beneficial in Australia from the GT Championship but also the 12-hour will be a, will be a, you know, a recipient of that, of that success as well. And I guess I, I, I sort of moved over the Australian GT3 Championship. We've seen a number of iterations where the Australian Championship has been the first two hours of the 12-hour. We've seen where it's run on the Saturday. Are you going to try and have that uh, round of the Australian Championship incorporated? Or do you want to try and keep the event as a as an intercontinental round only? Um, it's, it's going to be incorporated into it, but it'll be the full endurance, the full 12 hours. It's not. I think having a a few hours of a race just doesn't make any sense. It gets complicated for the fan as well. So it's, it's so we'll work, uh, again, SRO doing our rules and our BOP for this for, the, for our 12 hour event makes it easy to implement um, um, their, their round of their championship in for this first trade for the 12 hour. So um, I think that the 12 hour will stay the way, the way it is. Um, and it's, it, it works, it, it clearly works. And the competitors in Australia, they love coming out. I mean, everyone loves coming to 12 hour. It's summer, it's warm conditions. Everyone's a big smile on their face. Let's get into it and have some fun at Bathurst in February. So. And the rules of it have always been a little bit quirky in as much as the 2023 edition always featured the 2022 cars, which has a, a, has an advantage because the cars that are coming, they know they can go the distance. They've gone 24 hours at Spa. They've done 24 hours in all these other races that they do. And so you know that what you're getting there is going to make it. Is that going to change and you're going to go to the first race of the new spec cars or will it always remain the last race of the old spec? Yeah, we've had many conversations with SRO during the homologation process because we would love to have brand new cars for the first appearing in the mountain. Um, the way it works in winter in testing with SRO, it's very hard to get that, that happening. Um, so we're often, we're one year behind in regard to homologation. Now you talk to a lot of teams though and they say we'd rather do a full year in the Australian circuit with our car then have a ring for Bathurst that, 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 following, that following February. Um, 
Yeah, it's, it's hard. From a PR perspective of marketing, I'd love to be having this other new Ferrari or Mustang to be, you know, having the first race at, at Bathurst. That's very cool. But we've got to actually be very careful about how we do it because the last thing we want is to have some guys with a new, brand new car come to Bathurst. We know how unforgiving it can be. Um, and it's an expensive place to come to. Um, to go and damage those cars is pretty hard. So, it, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a bit of a fine balance. Um, that's it. We, we, yeah, again, we're always in discussions with SRO on how we can try to get new cars coming. And, yeah, I mean, again, the, the exciting news for us is there might be homologated cars on the circuits globally for 2024, um, but we know we're 25. Uh, they get their ducks in a row. We'll have more than just one or two cars from a new homologated car on the circuit um, at that time. So, yeah, yeah. So with COVID, freight, and all these sort of things now getting further and further away, how, how is the discussions going about how international the grid becomes? Uh, yeah, very, very, very strong. So uh, again, my experience in Spa with the OEMs, with the manufacturers, um, every meeting I asked for, I went and approached each individual OEM, um, everyone wanted to meet up with me. It was something very special that it is a desire for all the brands to come and race at, at Bathurst. But even for international race teams too, they all, they've all got experience or stories they want to tell me about their Bathurst experience. Like if they've been here or a team member was here or their goal of getting here one day. And it's, it's, quite, it's, it's very special. Um, international teams are going to come back. Um, and again, the Aussie teams, as the Australian GT Championship keeps growing, um, it's, it's important that they're locking in as well. So to have that mix of, again, we, we, the Aussie drivers versus the, 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 the overseas drivers, it's, it's very cool. I still get blown away by some of these international drivers they come to the circuit for their first day, they do a road, lap, road, road car lap, they go, wow, this looks very dangerous. Then within, within three laps in the first practice session, they're on the, on the pace. It's, they're freaks. They're absolutely crazy what they can do. And to see them taking on supercars best, uh, who are the, again, some of the best drivers in the world, it is, it is absolutely awesome to see what's going on in February. And again, everyone's mindset and mood's great. The Europeans, they also, as I said from Rossi's perspective, the Europeans love coming here because it's, it's a relaxed lifestyle. They get to Bathurst, They'd rather, they, they close the garage a bit earlier and they go, we're going to the pub for a few beers. Like that's a great mentality. We did an official welcome on the Thursday evening at the event for the teams uh, this year with something different as Aussie welcome. We did some, some uh, a barbecue with some, some sausages and steaks and some beers. And we gave us some Akubra hats with the logo on it. I didn't realize at the time it was just a bit of a quirky thing I thought I'd do. And uh, I was over in, over in Europe again, and they were going like, are you doing that Thursday night at Welcome Again? And we get our hats, so we're like, yeah, we're doing it again. And that's cool. And it's us showing a bit of Australiana, and off we go. I mean, again, I don't, probably don't want the kangaroos shopping on track or echidnas on track like we've had previously. Um, but for us to give a little touch of Australia that they can enjoy, that's a, that's a special moment. And they go back home talking about that experience, and, and, they, and then they, they encourage other people to come to the event. So for, for me, it's, it's about we want to be the, the good guys, the easy place to come to a very hard track to race on but also that will generate memories for them that they get to race on the mountain so it's um yeah it's, it's very special and the attraction we have from overseas is, is extremely strong at the moment it's good now the elephant in the room isn't the fact that newcastle isn't on it's the fact that your race now is going back to back with a supercar round one and for the economic times we're in asking people to make a travel to rural new south wales is is a tough call and then to do it two weeks in a row that's a that's a significant spend so how can you look at the commercial and the marketing side to make that an attractive proposition yeah yeah it's obviously it's been a lot of work behind the scenes from a from a supercar perspective as you work through how does this all look for the bathurst superfest 
which is a great initiative working with um, uh, Destination New South Wales, the Bathurst Regional Council. Um, we're turning to something very special for the region. Um, in regard to um, the, the tour we are at the moment for camping, we're already at our, we've already broken our record already, by the way, uh, confidentially, but anyway, by this, by this podcast, but extremely positive. That's without any news being announced. Um, what we did was we've announced a special discount for campus to stay on, a special incentive price. We weren't sure what the take-up was going to be, especially in February, people are back at work, kids are back at school. It's been great. It's, everyone's going, wow, we're going to spend 10 days at Bathurst. This is going to be great. Now, a sprint round is very different to the 1,000, and we're not, not going to be comparing the Bathurst 500 to the Bathurst 1,000. That should never be done. But right now, in the situation we're in, um, to deliver a vet in regional New South Wales was part of our contract. Uh, what happened with Newcastle was something that was done, which was, again, not our, not our doing from a supercar perspective. We worked extremely hard to get that, try to hit that, retain that there, but there was a decision by some, some residents with the council that we had to, had to, had to change it up. Um, to race the Bathurst um, was a was a was a great was a great concept. It's very exciting from the council perspective. Very exciting from our perspective to be at the mountain launch the launch our year at the iconic home of, of Australian motorsport. Um, we are working through other 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 areas at the moment. So you hear there'll be news coming out about our festival in between days for their both the, the locals to enjoy, but also the those who are staying on to go and enjoy and enjoy the um, what's happening in town with some really cool ideas. Um, and then when the 500 kicks off, um, yeah, cars will be on track on Friday. Supercars super will be yeah, hitting, the, hitting the mountain. It'll be, a, it'll be a good spectacle. Next week on Inside Motorsport, we conclude our chat with Shane Ruiz. I hope you can join us then. Until then, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.